Jesus is Lord in our midst. Holy Spirit, through your word, bring deliverance. Through your word, bring healing. Bring restoration to many. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You are all welcome to this wonderful morning service. Obviously, we all know that today is a thanksgiving service of our beloved departed Elder Mensah. But then I also believe that at every season and every time, God wants to say something to us. I believe the Lord wants to use this season, this time and this moment to speak to the church. And I want you to listen. Today I want us to turn our Bibles to the book of Matthew. Chapter 25. Verse 27. To verse 30. Matthew 25. From verse 27. To verse 30. So Jesus said. In the parable. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. Uh, and at my coming, I would have received back my own interest. Now, why did Jesus say this? We all know the story about the talents. I'll be speaking to you this morning on the subject which is also a question that we all need to answer. What legacy will you leave behind? What legacy? Now, when we talk of a legacy, we are talking of something left and handed over down by a predecessor now, it could be money, it could be property, now, or it could be an indelible mark or impact on the life of an individual, society, or gener uh, generation in general. What you leave behind is what we call a legacy. When the time comes and you are no more, what you leave behind is what we call legacy. Now, it is most unfortunate that only few people, especially Christians, have taken the time to Consider the fact that our life on earth has an expiring date. Only few days. 
Sometimes you can be so much blessed. Sometimes things can be going on very well to the extent that you forget that you have an expiring date. We have been taught from infancy to believe that it is only commodities that have expiring dates. So only few of us understand that there is an expiring date to the human life. Have you ever considered that? And when that time comes in your life, what legacy will you be leaving behind? Today, this is what we consider. Amen. Amen. It takes the wise to consider the future. The wise present time and That is the difference between the fool and the wise. The wise, has, the foolish has no time to consider time and purpose. But the wise considers time and purpose. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In Job chapter 14, verse 1 and 2, and then we'll be reading James chapter 4, verse 14. But James 14, 1 and 2, the Bible says, man who is born of a woman is of few days and full of troubles. Few days. You can be 100 years. But it is few days. Because in the Bible, the Bible talks about even the millennial realm. Those who die at the age of hundred, they will be considered as children. When you compare hundred years to eternity, it is a few days. Hallelujah. Amen. Then verse 2 says, He came forth like a flower. Wow. Everybody is attracted by flowers. Everybody wants to get closer because of the scent, the fragrance, and the beauty attract so many. This is what deceives people. When you are attracted so many because of the beauty and the fragrance around you, we tend to forget about your life Knowing that it is just but a few days. And faded away. It will be beautiful. It may be nice. It may be very scented. But then it faded away. 
your light can fade away. Then he said, like a shadow and does not continue. So a time will come that your life will fade away and it will be like shadow that will not continue. So don't ever think that she will continue forever. Now, James chapter 4. I want us to turn our Bibles to that portion. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 14. Look at how James put it. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? Now, James was talking about those who were boasting. About tomorrow I'll do this. Tomorrow I'll go to this place. Tomorrow I'll achieve this. Then he said, he said, whereas you don't even know what will happen tomorrow, you are busy boasting about tomorrow. Great plans. But you don't even know what will happen So he said, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Those, those who are in the Islamic religion, they understand it better than Christians. Because as for them, once you fall down right now, they bury you immediately. So you will see somebody in the morning, and by the evening, they have disappeared. So they appreciate it. It is only us who sometimes can put bodies for three months, two years, so psychologically, we think he needs them. We are not able to appropriate. We are not able to understand the uncertainty of life. Life is not certain. A vapor has no substance. That is life. The substance of life is eternity. That is in our hearts. But life in general What is your life? It is even a paper that appears for a little time and then vanishes Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So since life is uncertain, it behoves on every believer to prepare and lay up in store against tomorrow. Amen. Against that which is to come. If you don't know how certain your life is, then it behoves on you to prepare and 
The name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When we talk of longevity, or longevity it's not determined by length of years. That one spent on earth. When you see somebody feature on, on a poster, obituary, obituary, and then you read. Now, okay, 106. Uh, 120. I'm here to see 150. You can only see it in the Bible. Then all that comes to our mind. Wow, this guy is blessed. He's blessed with long life. That is the definition of the world. For longevity. God's definition for longevity is not determined by the length of time you spend on earth, but the impact that you leave in the hearts of men long after you were gone. Jesus died at the age of 30 years. But Jesus lives on in the hearts of men. What God calls long life is not length of years, but the duration of impact that you leave on the heart of men. Question I want to ask you. When you fall down right now, so what you talk would your legacy live on? The legacy that lives on is not the house you build. And it's not the car that you, 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 you drove. It is not even the property you left behind. And not even the bank account. But the impact you leave in the heart of men. The impact you leave in the heart in the life of society. The impact you make on your generation. What did Jesus do? How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. How he went about doing good. And healing all that were He did good. And then he fulfilled his ministry. And that is how Jesus and his legacy lives on in the heart of people are you following the same path or you have been distracted by the deceitfulness of riches now there is a scripture that I want us to read. In the book of 
Acts chapter 13. Acts 13, 36. Now the Bible said, for David, for David, after he had served his own generation, by the will of God, fell asleep. When did David die? David, David died leaving infants. David on a whole generation. He served his generation. Will that be said of you? The day you die, will somebody say, Indeed, he served his generation. According to the will of God. Or are you being carried away by fantasy of life? For David, David, after he had said his own generation by the will of God. Now why did the Bible say by the will of God? You can do something. You can work. But if it is not by the will of God, it is vain. Do you know why? What do you mean? Because anything done on earth that is outside the will of God has no record in heaven. Can I say it again? Anything that is done on earth that has no record sorry, that is not done in the will of God has no record in heaven. What heaven records are things done in the will of God. So be careful how people clap for you. It is not every clap that is a sign of divine approval. Hello, am I speaking to somebody here? Some of you, you are following the applause of men. And you have moved out of the will of God. For your life, you don't even know. Because as for the crowd, they will continue to cheer you up. They will continue to praise you. Because the crowd has no regard for the will of God. But heaven, has greatest regard for the will of God. The greatest shock that people will have in eternity is when they are told you said you did what? We don't know about it. We don't know about it. the will of God for your life and devote your entire life to fulfill it before you fall asleep. David served his own generation not by excitement so he will forget the will of God. By a deliberate decision and act 
to observe the will of God he served his generation by the will of God. And the Bible said he fell asleep and was buried with his father's external corruption. Can I pray for you? May the Lord God Almighty grant you the grace to be wise enough not to be carried out by the process of man but to insist in the will of God before your appointed time comes. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. The deception of life has taken people out of God's will. And yet they don't know. Jesus says something. In Matthew chapter 7, I read that scripture and I was shocked. Verse 21 to 23. What did Jesus say? He said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. It's so frightening. It's one thing to say. And it's another thing to do. Saying does not impress God. Like doing it. Our first call as believers is obedience. Not truthfulness. Hello, am I speaking to somebody? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does what the will of God. The paramount thing is the will of God. Can I say something again? Not every nice thing is acceptable by heaven. It may be nice, but it may not be agreed. That is the reason why you don't follow what everybody is doing. What everybody may, may, may be doing may be nice. Is, that, is it the will of God? Is that what God has called you to do? Because it's not everything that God asks you to do that the world will call nice. But not every nice thing is acceptable by God. And say, Lord, mercy. Say it again. Say it aloud, Lord, let mercy. Say it again. Say it again. 
how do I prepare to meet God? Serve your generation. According to the will of God. The best way to prepare. As a believer. How many of you know? Now we have beautiful structures now. Beautiful oh, so say you Beautiful. I haven't seen much beauty in our architectural uh, 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 designs in Ghana here. But in Nigeria, when you see building, you will know this is building. How many of you know after some number of years those buildings will be good for nothing. Some people may be dying to buy a certain kind of car today. Your great-grandchildren will come and they will collect that car and they will send it to scrap. So why will you die for things that do not have Eternal values. At the expense of the will of God. For your life. Am I speaking to somebody? But look at what he said. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Then he said, on that, in that day, no, no. many will say to me, Lord, have we not prophesied in your so, name? And cast out demons in your name? And done many wonders in your name? Verse 23. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. So, casting out devils in the name of Jesus, for them living, when the demon living at the name of Jesus, it's not a sign that God approves of you. Doing signs and wonders in the name of the Lord is not a sign of divine approval. And doing many works is not the it's not sign approval. What is the sign of divine approval? the will of God for your life and stay. It. it will not be nice it will not be attractive it will not be approved by men but once it is God's will for your life stay there because heaven will approve of you if heaven approves of me I don't care who disapproves of me once heaven approves of me I don't care who disapproves of me because the, my, the final church is God in heaven. Not man. Jesus. Listen very carefully. And I believe the Lord wants to tell you something. Jesus, look at matter. 
And he said, matter. I said, matter. 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 You are careful about many things. You have entangled yourself about the affairs of this life. Anxieties. I want this. I want to do that. He said, in this life, one thing is needful. And Mary has discovered. What did Mary discover? There was a purpose. Say it again. Purpose. One thing. David said, One thing have I desire. David said, I will seek after. What is that thing? Purpose. What is purpose? The reason for a thing. Why God created me. My discovering of that. It's what I call purpose. And that is exactly the name that is also used for the will of God. The divine purpose for your life brings you into the center of God's will. The most important thing in life is purpose. You may not write a book. Hello? Hi. You may not be a president. You may not even have done a big thing. But are you in the will of God? No matter how small. If that is what you have been called to do. Stay in it. Very soon. As a vapor. That rises up. And faded. Into the thin air. So will your life. Can I say something to you? Grace Adam is the only product that we enjoy in time. Now, after time, grace expires. And great expires when you die. When you step out of time, you are born beyond the reach of grace. Sometimes you take your mobile phone and you want to do a call. And I said, the number that you are calling is beyond coverage area. How many of you have heard that before? There is a white lady that's normally... Nobody knows where he comes from. But he works at every phone company. There is a place you get to that grace don't work. We call it eternity. There's a place you get to. So appropriate grace now. Do not frustrate the grace of God. Ladies and gentlemen, when you wake up, everything, it is a sign that God has decided to extend your grace to The opportunity to see a new day is a sign that God has decided to give you another extension of grace. Jesus. But don't take it for granted. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Once you see a new day, his mercies are new every morning. 
Great is thy faithfulness. A new day is an announcement of a new mercy. And it is not as a sign for abusement. But to labor. Take advantage of God's mercy. So you can correct what you did wrong yesterday. So you can better and improve what was not perfected yesterday. God gives you another day that we call tomorrow. When you enter into tomorrow, it's a sign that God is saying there is something you didn't perfect yesterday. I want you to perfect it today. Now listen carefully to me. Because there are things that we need to put. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. In the main scripture we read. In Matthew 25. Matthew, verse 27 to 30. Now bring that scripture again. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming I will have received back my own wages. And this is what was told to the unprofitable servants. Remember the talent? The parable of the talent? Okay, let me give you the background. A master of the house was traveling. And the Bible said he called his three servants. And he gave each and every one some amount of talent. The talent was distributed to them according to their ability. Now, God is not going to judge you by how many talents, the quantity of talents you have. He will judge you by how faithful you were in the talent you received. That is why it is not wise to compare yourself to somebody else. Because the person you may be comparing yourself to may be the one that has received the five talents. And you may be the one that has received one talent. But when you look carefully, when the master came back, he commended all of them equally. The one that received the two talents worked and got 100%. He added another two talents. The one that received the three talents got another three talents. And they all received the same commendation. Because what the master is looking for is not the quantity of work but the quality of work based on one's faithfulness. Your faithfulness is what will be rewarded and, and is what will be commended. Faithfulness. To your talent may be so small. Work with it. The one that received the one talent went and hid his master. I don't know who advised him. But by human wisdom, he was able to determine the fact that the master was a hard master. And he said he was afraid of him. So it's to, to his best knowledge, the best way to present talent is to hide it. 
So he went and hid his master's when the master came, look at what he said to him. You ought to have deposit. Heavy does not approve of waste. Heavy does not approve of slothfulness. And heavy does not approve of fear. All of this will not be an excuse of exemption from the day of reckoning. Whether you were afraid, so I didn't use my talent. Oh, you know, oh. I have a lot of things to do. So I didn't have time. They can't excuse you from the day of reckoning. Now, when the master came, he said, you should have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I will have received back my money So what the master was looking for was not is the money he gave you. was not the gift he gave you. was not the talent he gave you. He was looking for profit. He was looking for interest. What are you doing with the talent God gave you? What are you doing with the grace God gave you? Can I say something to you? If you like, you can write it down. Our talents, gifts, and the grace that God gives us are all capitals for divine trade. Your gifts, your talents, and your grace are all divine capital for trade. One day, your master will come and you required of the gift he gave you. Certain gifts come with certain opportunities. There are some people. Wow. Let's put our hands together for Prophet Gideon. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. There are some people because they have the grace of prosperity. When they even touch, when they touch stones, it becomes gold. It's not because they are smart. It's because every grace comes with, with opportunities and abilities. Your grace bring along opportunities. So it, it doesn't mean because you are, you are too hard, you are working hard, you are fast, you are smart. No. So take advantage of the grace and the gift things that God gave you. Because the day of reckoning, nothing will excuse you from the same condemnation. Now, so verse, verse 20 28. So the master said to him, So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. And then he said, For to everyone who has more will be given. 
And he who has have abundance, sorry, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. Am I speaking to someone? I pray that you will not be a victim of divine condemnation, but you will be a candidate of divine commendation. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Remember, I want to say this, this, and over again. Some people miss this. I said, the value of a life. Or maybe this is a new one. The value of the life is not measured by the accumulation of material wealth. But it is measured but how many lives you have touched. Can I say it again? So that you know how to, wa how to waste your life. How, sorry, how not to waste your life. Your, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. So the value of a life is not measured by the accumulation of material wealth. Heaven does not measure one's life or how many properties you have acquired. But the value of your life is measured by how many lives you have touched. The day it is over for you, what will be your legacy? And what will you leave? I pray that the Lord will show you mercy. I pray that the Holy Ghost will breathe upon you. I pray that you will move out from this place with wisdom from above. I pray that you walk out of this place serving your generation. Put your hands together for me. Let me welcome from Gideon to say one or two things. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Um, it's always an honor and a joy to be in um, this house, this church. Because this is my church. Um, before we started empowerment. Whenever I come to Accra, this, this was the church. And the only church that truly received and gave me platform. Reverend Benduku has been my father. Uh, success has so many fathers. Success has so many fathers. But uh, failure is an orphan. Reverend has always spoken to my life. Reverend did um, right back when I was in Akimodan. So. so I don't take the relationship for granted. 